Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 585, What I Won't Teach My Daughter About Hard Work, by Jennifer with kateflanders.com. And I'm Dan, your host and narrator, bringing you some of the best blogs on personal finance. I'm here each weekday doing just that. But for now, let's get to today's post as we start optimizing your life. What I Won't Teach My Daughter About Hard Work by Jennifer with kateflanders.com I'm a first-generation American. My mother was born in Hong Kong and she came to America with my grandparents when she was just seven years old. Like many immigrants, my family came in search of a better life and they were willing to work very hard to make it happen. And work hard they did. By the time I was born, my grandparents had opened a small Chinese restaurant where they worked from open to close every day 365 days a year. Almost every childhood memory I have of my grandparents is of them in the restaurant, my grandfather cooking in the back and my grandmother serving in the dining room. There were no vacations and no holidays for my grandparents. They would even work Christmas day. I remember watching them get up from our family dinner to cook and serve the paying customers seated nearby. To this day, I've never known anyone to work as hard as my grandparents, except perhaps my mother who raised three children while going to school and juggling two jobs. With these role models, it's probably no surprise that I learned the value of hard work early. By age 10, I was spending most of my free time at my grandparents' restaurant, and by age 16, I'd picked up a second job while studying full-time, a trend that continued throughout my college years. I was proud of myself, and being a hard worker became an important part of my identity. I was always the first to volunteer for extra work and the last to leave the office each night, and I lived this way for most of my adult life. I'm sharing all of this because I want it to be clear. I know what hard work looks and feels like. But as I've grown older, I've started to question the way our society values hard work. Too often, it's not viewed as a means to an end. Instead, it's considered a virtue in and of itself. Those who work hard are good, and those who don't are not. Many of us, myself included, have prioritized hard work over our relationships or even over our own health. And as a new mom, these beliefs don't feel right anymore. My daughter is only seven months old, but of course I've already started to think about her future. Here are four things I won't teach my daughter about hard work and what I want her to know instead. I won't teach my daughter to always give it your all. There was a time when I would write, I'm a hard worker and I put 100% into everything I do on all my job applications. I thought it was an admirable quality and from the positive nods I used to get from recruiters, I'd say I wasn't alone in thinking so. But a lot has changed, and as I've gotten older, I've learned that always giving it your all is not sustainable. We have limits to our time and energy, and we must be intentional about how we invest ourselves or we risk unintentionally sacrificing the things that matter most. Instead of teaching my daughter to put 100% into everything she does, I'll tell her that everything in life comes with trade-offs. As the saying goes, you can do anything you want, but you can't do everything. She'll need to learn to prioritize and make mindful decisions about what's really worth the investment of her time and energy 
and not blindly devote herself to every task or project in the name of being a hard worker. I won't teach my daughter that being busy and exhausted is normal. Growing up, all the adults I knew were busy and exhausted, so I thought this was simply part of being a successful adult. I actually couldn't wait to be busy, and once I started working two jobs at 16, I would tell people how tired I was with a smile on my face because I thought it was something to be admired. Of course, the novelty wore off pretty quickly, but I continued to take on as much as possible and push myself to the brink of exhaustion. I remember driving home at 1 a.m. after working two long waitressing shifts back to back and physically holding my eyes open with my fingers to stay awake. As ridiculous as this sounds to me now, I had normalized this lifestyle. I truly thought it was the only option, when in reality I was a victim of lifestyle inflation and could have easily worked less by reducing my cost of living. Unfortunately, working less never crossed my mind because as an impressionable young adult, this isn't what I saw others doing. No one I knew was choosing to intentionally slow down, but I'll make sure my daughter knows this is always an option. I won't teach my daughter to work hard, play hard. One of my biggest gripes with how our culture views hard work is the implied message that more is always better. The expression might be work hard, play hard, but let's face it, the underlying message might as well be work hard so you can afford to spend more. I'm not anti-spending, and if my daughter wants to own or do nice things, that's up to her but I'm going to teach her to be a mindful consumer. I don't want her to be an emotional or reactionary spender as I once was, buying expensive shoes after a long day because I deserved it, or splurging on expensive holidays because I was desperate to escape my life. Instead, I'll tell her it's okay to prioritize rest and self-care when or even before she needs it. She doesn't need to push herself to her limits before she deserves a break. And finally, I won't teach my daughter that hard work leads to success without also having a conversation about defining enough and what it means to be successful. I know this post might lead you to believe that I'm against hard work, but this couldn't be further from the truth. I truly believe hard work is necessary for success, but I take issue with the way we spread this message. You can't have a discussion about hard work leading to success without also talking about defining enough and what it means to be successful. Without this balance, you are setting yourself up for a lifetime of discontent. I've been there myself. In my 20s, I had a good job, I owned my own townhome, and I lived a comfortable life, but I never felt satisfied. A voice inside of me kept telling me to work harder, and whenever I stopped to rest, I felt guilty. Looking back now, I can see I'd set myself up for failure. I'd never defined what success meant to me, so it didn't matter how hard I worked, I was never going to achieve it. And this is the problem with how we discuss hard work. I want my daughter to know that hard work is a means to achieve something that matters to you, not a constant state of being. On a final note, I couldn't end this without acknowledging how grateful I am for how hard my grandparents and my mom have worked to give me a better life. Of course, it's a privilege to be able to consider the role hard work plays in our lives. And for some, it's a case of survival, not choice. Just make sure you're not giving away your choice when you don't need to. You just listened to the post titled What I Won't Teach My Daughter About Hard Work by Jennifer with kateflanders.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. 
Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And that's going to do it for another week here on Optimal Finance Daily. Hope you have a happy Friday and a great start to your weekend. Thanks for being here every day and listening, and I'll see you back here on Monday, where your optimal life awaits.